Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now, on my last episode, I took a look back at the year of 1979. While compiling the songs for that show, I noticed that many artists who had albums out that year paid homage to some Jesus music tunes that had been released in past years. So many, in fact, that, well, there was enough material for a whole show of these cover songs from that year. So, on this episode, you'll be hearing from the classic CCM groups like The Archers, Dogwood, and The Imperials, singer-songwriters Tim Shepard, Graham Kendrick, Craig Smith, and the late Wendell Burton. Also sprinkled in the mix, a couple of rockers like Matthew Ward from his first solo album, and the band Servant from their debut LP. But to start us off, the duo of Eric Nelson and Michelle Pilar, with a cover from Randy Stonehill's first major label album, from the album The Misfit. Here's First Prayer. I've been waiting for a long, long time Hoping you're a friend of mine If there's one thing that I need to do Well, that's to find out more about you
Eric Nelson and Michelle Pilar with their rendition of First Prayer, originally recorded on Randy Stonehill's album Welcome to Paradise, released in 1976. Eric Nelson was one of the Jesus music pioneers associated with Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, California. He was a member of the bands Selah and Good News and also played keyboards and bass guitar with many other groups, including Danny Lee and the Children of Truth. He also joined with friend Michelle Pillard to record the concept album, which we just heard from, called The Misfit. It tells the story of a person who doesn't fit in, how he finds Christ, and then what happens to him thereafter. CCM Magazine chose the record as one of their 10 best albums of 1979. Bob Bennett said that The Misfit was an album way ahead of its time. The songs were challenging, sophisticated lyrically, and in many ways open-ended to interpretation. In short, the album gave the listener the ability to sort through it for themselves. Nelson said that he felt something like a misfit among the Calvary Chapel Jesus Freaks since he didn't come out of the hippie culture of street life and drug experimentation, his counterpart in the endeavor, Michelle Pilar, would go on to have great success as a solo artist in the 80s. This is Jerry Bryant, and I now have a group called Dogwood. The band was formed in 1974 by Steve and Annie Chapman, along with Ron Elder, and its name was derived from the dogwood tree and the symbolism of the blossom to the cross. Dogwood started out as the house band at Koinonia Coffee House located on Music Row right here in Nashville, Tennessee. For two years they provided live music at the coffee house and then invitations started coming in to travel to other cities and sing. And after numerous musicians coming and going within the group, at times totaling five members. They finally settled as a trio with Steve, Ron, and Ken Fletcher. In late 1979, as painful as it was, Steve felt it was time to cease traveling, being away from his wife Annie and his son so much. They were also expecting their second child, so it seemed the right time to make an exit from the group. In November, 2007. Stephen, Ron, and Ken reunited for the Koinonia family reunion in Franklin, Tennessee. And boy, I remember that night. They honored those who performed there from 1974 to 1980 at the coffee house. They shared the stage that night with the likes of Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, 
Billy Sprague Fireworks, and the group Homecoming, which was formed by producer Brown Bannister. In fact, Brown produced the last album for Dogwood. Here with a track from that album, a cover version of a song written by veteran Jesus musician Randy Matthews. Looking back to 1979, Dogwood and Miracle Man on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. The song Miracle Man, written by Randy Matthews, and somehow Doghood managed to release their version at the end of 1979, before Randy's version would be released in the next decade. Now, that's not the first time something like that has happened. Phil Keggy released his version of the Keith Green, Randy Stonehill song, Love Broke Through, before either one of them ever did. Dogwood's producer, Brown Bannister, also produced my next feature song from another Koinonia alumni, Amy Grant, 
who'll be my guest on an upcoming Full Circle episode. Now, this one was on her In Concert Volume 2 album. The track is a cover version of a song that was originally the title track to B.J. Thomas's 1979 album, You Gave Me Love When Nobody Gave Me a Prayer. This song is also from 1979, and it's her only recorded version of the song, Amy Grant. Just her voice and a guitar. It doesn't get any simpler than that. And coming up, a song about a prodigal on Full Circle. Love when nobody 
a prayer. Hey, this is Amy Grant, and you're listening to Full Circle, taking you back to where it all began. And on July 25th, 2019, Koinonia Bookstore and Coffee House in Nashville was honored by the Nashville Historical Commission with a permanent marker placed on the street in front of where it all began. Dogwood, Brown Bannister, Amy Grant, and Michael W. Smith played their first songs there in the early days of Jesus music. And they were on hand for the unveiling. Check out the pictures on my website. We now move from Tennessee to Texas and visit with Tim Shepard. In 1979, Tim released his third album called Song Taylor, which is where this feature song comes from. Tim's long been regarded by many as one of the premier contemporary Christian music singer-songwriters in America. Deriving some inspiration from the parable of the prodigal son, Tim Shepard and Hey There Stranger.
I'm so glad you're listening to this episode of Full Circle as we go back to 1979. This is part two because there were so many songs, I couldn't get it all done on just one episode. These were timeless songs, songs that really impacted our generation back in the day, songs that need to be heard again, recalled, remembered, or discovered for the first time. Maybe you're discovering Full Circle for the first time. Well, I'd like to hear from you. Tell me what you think of the show, and if anything you would like to know, I don't hesitate to ask. We have a whole studio full of albums and CDs. We'll probably find a song that you're looking for. You can write me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Of course, I have a website with the exact same words, fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Don't leave out the Jesus, fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And while you're visiting the website, you can hear some of our past episodes. Check out stories and reviews and pictures of some of the artists. And of course, sign up for the Full Circle email blast. And if you'd like to support the radio show in a financial way, once a month or just on a one-time basis, you'll find a Giving Fuel donation button at the top on the right. All gifts are so appreciated and needed for this radio ministry. Thanks so much. The Archers were one of the classic Jesus music vocal groups of the 70s. By the end of the decade, they released their sixth album entitled Stand Up. On the album, they do a cover version of a song by Kelly Willard, who was a one-time touring member with the group. Here's Tim Archer to tell us how that all came to be. Uh, Nancy played piano in the very beginning, our first female singer, Nancy Short. But she played piano, and we needed a piano player because Nancy, we wanted the trio vocals, and it was hard for her to do both. She wasn't a real accomplished keyboard player, but she did you know, well enough. Well, I got a call one day from Bob McKenzie from Nashville. He said, Tim, I got this little gal out here, her name's Kelly. I think she was 15 or 16 years old. He said, she's terrific. She's she's only gonna be special. Would you guys like her to play keyboards for you and join the band? And I forget how all that worked out. And I said, well, we sure are interested in that because we need a keyboard player. And that's how Kelly became an archer. And that was our original full complement of a band. We had drums, Billy on guitar, um, we had Jake on bass and Kelly on keyboards. And she played with us for a couple of years. We had a blast in those early days. Kelly was a unique, beautiful, um, just a very creative, but also just a fun, laid-back, loving human being. And we just had a ball with her. But she played for us, she began to write, and then I think she went on to be with a group called Seth out of Oklahoma with uh, those guys. But uh, she was a delight, and that's how we know Kelly. With the title track to Kelly's debut record, The Archers and their rendition of the song, Blame It on the One I Love. Stop and ask why I'm so happy 
to the heart of the matter on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Welcome back to Full Circle Jesus Music. I'm Jerry Bryant. And if you're just joining me, we've been listening to cover versions of songs that came out over 40 years ago in 1979. We just heard from the Archers in the first segment with a cover of Kelly Willard's classic, Blame It on the One I Love. Now, if you'd like to hear more about this group and their background, you can go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com and check out episode 232. I spent the whole show with my special guest, Tim Archer. We're now going to turn things up a bit and check out a rocker from Matthew Ward from the second chapter of Acts. In 1979, Matthew released his first solo album, and my longtime listeners to this show know that this is one of my favorites. I mean, with a host of some of the top musicians and songwriters, there's not a bad track on the whole album. I only wish it was longer. Now, one of those songwriters was Matthew's sister, Annie Herring, who, along with his other sister, Nellie, made up the second chapter of Acts. My feature song is technically not a cover, but... I'm sure there's a demo of Annie's version somewhere. With the kickoff track to the album, Toward Eternity, Matthew Ward, and It's All Right.
Matthew Ward with It's All Right, which was also covered by Mylon Lefevre and Broken Heart and was a concert favorite for them as well. Also of note, that track featured the unmistakable guitar work of Phil Kagey. It also featured session bass player Abraham Laboriel and keyboardist Michael O'Martin, who just so happened to be the producer of my next group, The Imperials. Now, this feature song was penned in 1976, but didn't see the light of day until 1979. In fact, the original was the title track of Daryl Mansfield's album released that year. The song caught the ear of producer Michael O'Mardian, who was working with the Imperials at the time, and he thought, well, this would be a great rock number for Russ Taft's lead vocals. With a song written by the late Denny Carell from the blockbuster album from the Imperials, entitled One More Song for You. Here's Higher Power. And coming up, another song that was covered by the Imperials but the version we're going to explore is a far cry from the Imperial style of music. That's coming up.
The Imperials, Higher Power, which was a cover of a song that came out just a few months after the original was released by Daryl Mansfield. Now occasionally a song may be covered by a few artists, but this next track has seen at least four versions that I know of, including the version done by the Imperials. The song is called Watergrave. It was originally penned in 1975 by Steve Chapman for his country bluegrass-tinged Jesus music group called Dogwood, who we heard from earlier on in the show. The version I'm going to feature now rocks harder than all of the rest of them because it comes from the band Servant. Formed in 1975, the band toured rigorously between 1976 and 1990, recording six albums in all. Originally based out of Oregon, brought together by Jim and Sue Palisari, along with band members Owen and Sandy Brock, known initially as the Highway Missionary Society, and later as the Servant Community. With some great guitar work from Bruce Wright and powerful vocals from Bob Hardy, here's Servant with water gray. Now in my house he's been a mercy killing The man I used to be has been crucified And the death of this man is a final way of revealing And a spiritual way to live I had to die
hard-hitting sound of Servant with Watergrave from the band's debut record, Shallow Water. In fact, the theme of water is found throughout the album, including my feature song, the title track, and the tune, Cup of Water, penned by husband and wife, my friends, Owen and Sandy Brock. Hi, this is Sandy Brock. And this is Owen Brock with the band Servant, and you're listening to Jerry Bryant with Full Circle. I now move on to a guy named Wendell Burton, originally a Hollywood actor, who turned to Christianity in 1977 and ended up recording four CCM albums from 1978 to 1985 on Pat Boone's Lion and Lamb records label. I want to feature a song that comes from his 1979 sophomore album called Shining Through the Rain. This self-pinned tune would later be covered by other artists, including Wayne Watson on his debut album, Working in the Final Hour, just a year later. Sounding a bit like his friend Larry Norman, Wendell Burden, and Lay Them Down, coming up. A worship songwriter that originally started out in 1973 as a Jesus musician performing acoustic folk and pop songs on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant.
little-known CCM artist, Wendell Burton, and lay them down. The project included some top session musicians, including Al Perkins on guitars, Richard Souther on keyboards, Paul Lim on drums, and Jamie Owens Collins on background vocals. And represented on that album were songs written by Keith Green and Kemper Crabb. After his time in Christian music, Wendell would go on to work with Joel Osteen and the Lakewood Church as their drama director. Then on May 30th of 2017, sadly, he passed away from brain cancer at his home in Houston, Texas. I now have another original song for my feature episode, Looking Back at the Year of 1979, Part 2. This song was covered by Sheila Walsh and used as the title track to her third album in 1984. Now the original version was actually the title track to Graham Kendrick's seventh album. Both Sheila and Graham hail from the United Kingdom. Graham is noted as primarily a worship songwriter. He was the composer of the popular worship song, Shine Jesus Shine. But he originally started out in 1973 as a Jesus music musician performing acoustic folk and pop songs. This song shows his growth at the end of the decade with a bit of dramatic fare, of course. Here's Graham Kendrick and Triumph in the Air. Shame, let us hang down our heads for what we have been, for what we have failed to do.
from the UK, Graham Kendrick, and Triumph in the Air. A little random fact about that song. Both Graham's version and Sheila Wash's version had Mark Williamson singing background vocals. And Mark was another UK Jesus musician, been around a long time, now resides here in Nashville, Tennessee. Let me stop the music just for a moment and remind you of how it works here at Full Circle. Every episode is financially underwritten by the listener. It's a listener-supported radio show. So if you'd like to do something to help support the show, whether it's on a monthly basis or even a one-time gift, go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now up on the right, the very top, you'll see a donate button. And when you use that for your donation, it goes through the Giving Fuel app, which automatically sends you a tax-exempt receipt. It's that simple. And I really do appreciate your help as we do each episode for you, the listener, to bring glory to Him who gave us the music. Thanks. This is Jerry Bryant. I thought I'd carry on the theme of my last song to close out the show. Here's a tune that was originally written and recorded by another artist from across the pond by the name of Bryn Haworth. The song was the title track to his 1978 album and then covered by American singer-songwriter Craig Smith. This will be the first visit with Craig on my show. I mean, he's written and recorded 11 album projects over the years, was nominated for the Dove Award in the Best Worship Album category in 1988. Interestingly, between his second and third solo albums, Craig joined a group called Scepter, and they were tied to the David Wilkerson Crusade team. They released one self-titled album in 1982. But my closing track comes from Craig's debut album, and like the original, also serves as the title track. Looking back one more time to 1979, Craig Smith and the Grand Arrival.
Closing out the show, in which we took a look at cover songs from the year of 1979. Craig Smith, with Brent Hallworth's The Grand Arrival. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryan. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, and written by Russell Baum. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.